Hi, my name is Wesley Parker. You might know me on Instagram as Wes Writes for Fun, which means you also know that I write books. And on July 13th, my newest novel, Headphones and Heartaches, will be released on Amazon.com. Headphones and Heartaches tells the story of Percy Martin, a homeless teenager placed into the foster care system after his mother overdoses on heroin. Sounds interesting, right? Well, what if I told you that at one point in my life, I was Percy Martin? At the age of eight, I was summoned from my third grade classroom to the main office, where a social worker told me that I was being taken away from my mother and placed into foster care. I never went back home. Now I'm not complaining because I had wonderful foster mothers who treated me like I was one of their own and helped me navigate this new normal that I was living in. But yet and still, I never quite felt like I fit in. That sense of normalcy that I craved evaded me for most of my life until I got married and had kids of my own and gave them the upbringing that I never had. As I wrote this book and researched the changes in foster care since I emancipated, I found myself frustrated knowing that kids are still dealing with this kind of new normal. I was also frustrated because I felt like I could be doing more. Sure, writing a book and detailing the experience of being in foster care would help them feel less alone, but I felt really disingenuous to write this book and slink back into my comfortable life while they still dealt with the horrors of being in foster care. It was an itch that I couldn't scratch, and I racked my brain trying to figure out ways to do more and make a difference, which is why I am ecstatic to announce that half of every copy of Headphones and Heartache Sold will be going to the Camp To Belong River Valley organization. Camp To Belong River Valley is a 100% volunteer-based organization that hosts events for siblings separated in foster care. While we take for granted the ability to share meals with our siblings and even tell them goodnight, to these kids, that means everything. The organization is committed to helping kids foster healthy relationships with their siblings while creating positive childhood memories and preparing them for adulthood. You can learn more about the organization by checking out their website at ctbrivervalley.org. You can check out past events, maybe even donate. And on July 13th, I hope that you'll join me in helping make an impact on children who need it the most. Thank you for listening to this. And I'll see you on July 13th. The sun is shining. The pandemic is over. Crowds are back. Stadiums are full. And this weekend, a group of grown adults are about to murder each other for a prized piece of luggage. It's that time of year again. The Charles Dickens Arena in Fort Worth, Texas hosts a return of Money in the Bank and the WWE Universe. I am your belt collector, the master of the gold, the holder of the Infinity Gauntlet. I am inevitable. I am Ant from Bolton, and I am joined by... God, Luke from Warrington here. I was coming into this all in a nice mood, and then you have to... Oh, big up yourself like that. Oh, anyway, I'm Luke from Warrington, everybody. Still hurting a little bit from uh, England's devastating loss to Italy at the Euros last week. But um, but that's all right. I've been reflecting on it. And 
you know, taking stock and I figured it, it could be it could be worse, you know. It could be a lot worse. We we had a great we had a great tournament. There's there's hope for the future for England, but also just, you know, from from a me perspective, it could be a lot worse for me. You know, I could be I could be someone who's not Luke from Warrington. I could be someone who's ooh, I don't know, someone who's 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 disappointing, more disappointing than a I don't know, an unsalted pretzel. I could be someone with a face that would make an onion cry. You know, I could be a, a ooh, an angel Gaza, for example. You know, just a just a collection of piles on the on the bumhole of life. I could be that, but I'm not. I'm Luke from Warrington. How long was that? Did I keep that under half an hour? Good to see you've worked on your promo skills and your mic <laughs> skills since the last time we recorded. <laughs> So well, it's good. It's good when I actually read the scripts that I write. <laughs> <laughs> wow, wow! Um, and, and and if you're still listening, we also have a um, a special guest enforcer for this matchup. Jonathan here, and I shall be doing the entire podcast like this because this sounds better than my actual voice. <laughs> <laughs> Nailed it. <laughs> Amazing. That Luke, Luke from Warrington. That is how you do it. That is Bing. how it's done. I love it. <laughs> Play my music. Phenomenal. That was Phenomenal. <laughs> how how are we here already? How are we already at Money in the Bank? It's frightening. How how are we at how are we at live crowds? Smackdown, it all was all going on. I know. Incredible. It was a good show, wasn't it? Um I don't know. If if you've just seen it, it was um Yeah, refreshing, wasn't it? Full full it crowd, was... full full production, like in yeah. force as WWE do. I think better than anyone, the production style, good amount of just, action. Yeah. Just seeing, like not even hearing the, the pops, just, I mean, because, and you know, <laughs> all the rest of the podcasts, we love our pops, especially the cheap ones, <laughs> uh, cheap, cheap plug, but um, but ju- just seeing, just seeing a crowd that, you know, it was the same during the Euros, wasn't it, but just on their feet, yeah. having a good time, um, although it did look like quite a lot of them were just not necessarily cheering just stood filming things on the phone it was like i remember i remember seeing finn's entrance and he's he's the big surprise and there's so many people just stood there and i was like oh you've got just what are you doing stop don't just i mean if you're gonna record fine but at least sing along and do the arms and stuff like for god's sake get involved stop detaching yourself from it you freaks it's it seems like something that's um i mean for 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 a while now and it since you know the all these nice phones came out and, and allowed us footage with 4K cameras or whatever. I don't know. It, it seems like less and less that, that people are, are really like getting into uh, crowd mode and, and really just sort of soaking in, soaking in the occasion, um, which I don't know is what it is. But uh, I, I did notice that WWE were uh, piping in a bit of crowd noise. Uh, even so. I felt that as well. But, yeah, um, yeah. Maybe that. Maybe that's so. I mean, we know. I think even before the pandemic, WWE were kind of, kind of messing with crowd noise or whatever, turning down Roman Reigns' booze or. But, but I mean, yeah. 
still it's still it, it was it was hot like it was there was certain entrances there where where like edge when edge came out um they really really got behind that there was no need to pipe anything in there um but yeah for the most part it was like two hour show so so energy was energy was good for the most part yeah just let him like even just for the first couple of weeks when you're coming back just let them let them make the noise that they want to make because that'll you know why why would you not yeah. you know why would you not set it up right why would you still want to pipe some stuff through and, and guide it that way like just yeah annoying but i mean just also proof that the the big return was wasted on the states because you know get a uk crowd in that stadium yeah what after, what after mm. well good luck piping anything in turn the roof down but you know hey i'm biased i'm biased over here <laughs> on the uh, on the right side of the atlantic nothing like a good english crowd <laughs> i think we proved that during the Euros, despite a few always few sensible, ruining it. always sensible, always always very wise, <laughs> never booing at the wrong times. I can't wait till the first show back when Jinder Mahal gets a laser pen shine in his eye, so Drew retains or something stupid like that. Oh god, <laughs> uh, good grief! I love how so, I was just going to say I love how um, Vince McMahon stole that the first entrance. Back, because he just his ego would not let him <laughs> give it to anyone else. He did. One liner, I mean, he got he got a massive pop. They would have popped anybody. Yeah. At that point, I think I think they were ready to go. <laughs> but yeah, it's, I can't wait. I mean, the, the end, like the the surprises, the entrances, the matches on SmackDown were great. I'm really looking forward to like the big the big moments for tonight for for, for Money in the Bank. Get mm-hmm. the um, get those big ladder moments. Get those big spots. Yeah, going apparently a couple of surprises as well. Ho- hopefully it's a hot crowd, but it's it's not Florida, so you'd you'd think it should be surely, shouldn't it? Mm. It's um they they're gonna need to come up with some surprises, uh, and I think I think they will because even though they don't um they they say they don't uh pay attention to other companies, you've had some big shows in other companies this week, and you've had big surprises. Um, mm-hmm. I mean, even during the last couple of weeks, you got Mr. Malachi Black there showing up in AEW. Uh, last night um, for the TNA Slammiversary, you had uh, Jay White popping over from New Japan and uh, and leaving sort of a, a, a cliffhanger at the end there, so you don't know what's going on with Bullet Club. Um, so, yeah, I mean, you would think that um, that some big returns are going to happen and there's, there's people that uh, have been training and, and getting back into it and look ready to return um some people in my fantasy team becky lynch um could possibly could pay off could the patients pay off we'll see could be. be very exciting yeah very exciting so um obviously before we before we jump into the card from money in the bank um it's only fair that we have a quick um update on the old fantasy faction mm-hmm. what's going on on there, because um, you know, there's been some changes in the past month since we were uh, we were together last. Yes, let's get into the drafts. Um, then it's been, been a few a busy old time, hasn't it? So since what are we on? July 18th now. So in the last month or so, um, on the 22nd of June, I drafted out Nia Jax and got uh, Miko Satamura in. Um, good draft. Good draft. Yeah, that was a little. Um, I felt a little cheap, you know, just already getting an, an established, a champion, having already won the belt. But I, I, with the Nia Jax 
stuff it seemed she was going a little hokey getting involved with this alexa stuff and um i mean just looking at naya and Shayna from a points perspective weren't doing all that well um and well, turn, considering she was considering she was women's tag champ in all the matches that she'd been involved in including like all the women's title crossovers yeah. and all that kind of stuff when you traded her out she was only on plus one yeah so that it ain't a good sign is it no plus, i had her in pretty sure i had her in yeah since the beginning so uh three yeah. months one point so it's uh not, not good enough for my squad fortunately and uh and it looks like it was a good trade because i think it looks like she's taking a uh a, a brief leave of absence that was good, and then and then I was forced to make a draft. Really, uh, forced my hand when Bailey got injured, um, and so I thought uh, thought I'd bring in bring in Piper Niven, do drop, whatever you want to call her. I'd I'd rather call her Piper Niven. Yeah, same. But let's <laughs> not let's let's not go down that rabbit hole. No, nope, not again. Hatred. Not again. Yeah. I, I think I said all I needed to say. Yeah. Um, yeah. Yeah, so so um, Piper Niven in. Uh, it looks like she's gonna be. She's. I mean, she's getting booked favorably. The 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 storyline with with Eva is, you know, they can see the culmination of it. Um, it'll probably be her, you know, beating the shit out of Eva and then and then getting over, and she'll probably go on a good run because clearly she's got the work ethic to, um, to entertaining matches. So I thought that'd be a good one going forward. Yeah, it was a good, so, it was a good trade. Was a good so they show. were mine. Um, June eighth, well, was a little bit ago, but I, uh, I got rid of King Corbin. That was obviously the right decision. I'm, I'm, you know, it looks like that was the start really of his, of this depression he's going on when he, when he got drafted out of the Nation of Abomination. And I do have to apologise to Mister Corbin there, but business is business. You know what I mean? Points are points. Business is business. He'll um, understand. Can't be any feelings what, in this game. Once, once he raises all his dough. In uh on, on his on his GoFund GoFundMe site, he'll, yeah. he'll be fine. He'll be fine. Have you all, have you all donated to him yet? He needs it, man. Um, he needs his hundred thousand dollars. He does need it. He desperately is needs it, it. Is it real? Have they, have they made a site? There's a website. <laughs> is that true? Yeah. Oh, it's there. <laughs> it's absolutely <laughs> there. <laughs> um, yeah, you've got um eighth of June as well. Um, Marley drafted out um Santos Escobar. Swerve mm-hmm. Scott. Yeah. Um, and that's when you um, dove in and snapped Escobar straight back up again, I believe. Yeah, I thought it, I thought same it would day be... double trade. Mm-hmm. I thought it would be. Um... I mean, he's too good. It looks like they were they were really, um, really going for it with him when he was cruiserweight champion, making him look like an absolute star. And and from what I hear, they're going to put more effort into the cruiserweight division now. So you would think yeah. that he would be a part of that. So. Um... Yeah, that was the reason behind that. And then um, on the 22nd of June, Miley also traded out. So we traded out the SmackDown Tag Champs, Mysterios, who had racked up 17 points for him. Absolute monster tear since he got him. Like, perfect timing. Yep. <clears throat> Absolutely skyrocketed him, skyrocketed him up the table. He brought in Hit Row, which, you know, all right, looked like a good shout. Um, And he, to be fair, you know, the Mysterio, Ray got injured shortly after. Um, had the had the running with Roman for Hell in a Cell, and um, and it wasn't too bad. And we'll get on to the Mysterios shortly, mm-hmm. um, because something interesting happened there, didn't it, chaps? 
Uh, Children of the Milkmen. Um, again, we, I think we've covered this before, but right at the start of June, got rid of Strowman, um, just like WWE did, unfortunately, um, and brought in Kofi. Um, so could Kofi Mania be running wild for the Milkmen? Um, and yet th- that was kind of it. That you know, th- there's been no other transfers since, apart from, apart from. So there was an event, a cataclysmic universe-altering event, where um, obviously in in the humble team, fuck yes. Obviously we had Karrion Cross as the NXT champ. We had Apollo Cruz Intercontinental, Kushida Cruiserweight, Rhea Raw Women's Champ. We had Pretty Deadly as the NXT UK Tag Champs. And then um, NXT happened, and a sprightly young team. In that, bearing in mind as well, when I when I first signed Io Shirai, she was actually the existing NXT Women's Champ and mm-hmm. lost it that very weekend. Mm-hmm. Um, all of a sudden, Io Shirai and Zoe Stark, two of my three women's picks, formed a tag team. Yeah, and they only went and bloody won the tag titles. Yeah, <laughs> so that that is huge in itself. But then, obviously, within the fantasy faction, we have a rule, don't we, gents? We have a there's a there's a there's a there's a rule where if every one of your team members, one of your faction legends, holds a piece of gold, you hold the gauntlet, you unlock the Thanos bonus, twenty five bonus points for holding all the gold. Good lord! So the cunning genius fantasy faction manager that i am had a little look through who was in catering and it turns out a recently released <laughs> smackdown tag team a father and son duo who happened to have some gold around the waist were free just sitting there just eating eating some food being wasted so i snapped them up i snapped them up 10 points boom easy money for me because i'm so far ahead of the pack and then what happened what happened then what well, go on tell us Ah, oh, every single member holding gold, unlock the Thanos bonus, sixty-six points. So you didn't really sixty-six win. points. He's on at the minute. You didn't win the Thanos bonus. It wasn't like an event that came along and and you had a, a chance at the Thanos bonus because your guys were about to win championships. You you went you went to catering as you said there. And, and... Listen, listen. When when I started this team off, I only had one champion. It was Io Shirai. Like you, you've literally just told everyone that you signed Mako Satamura after she won the women's title. So you can park that. I merely just sir. added her to my roster. You, in fact, you did the same with Sheamus as well. Did I? You, you did, yeah. You absolutely did. <laughs> no, when did he win the belt? After, I'm sure it was after you signed him. Was it? I'm okay. sure it was. Yeah. All right. Well, no, no, sorry. He won the belt before you signed him. Um, yeah, because you got rid re- of Pete Dunn. Um, you you turncoat. Oh, sorry, Peter. <laughs> um, so, yeah. so Well, ahead, congratulations, looking... I guess. Thank you. If you would like to acknowledge me, that is fine. I will you know, accept your acknowledgement. I would not now. like to. Thank you. Um, so, uh, but, but there has been another massive turnaround, which we need to address. So... The second biggest piece of news, and this is where, I mean, Johnny's been quiet anyway, but this is where he's going to get even quieter. <laughs> For good reason. 
and I'm so sorry to, to do this to you, but so top of the pack with 66 points is Team Fuck Yes, holding the gauntlet that can control the units. Sorry, I'll stop going on. Um, but I am absolutely <laughs> buzzing the fact that I'm smashing it so much. Then we have Luke with the Nation of Abomination, 22 points behind at 44. And then it's close in the mid-table. We've got the Absolute Marks on 26. We've got Marley and the Barn Burners on 24. Right. And then, and then, considering the last time we spoke, I think the Children of the Milkmen were on about minus seven mm-hmm. at the time. They were buried in fifth, under the ground. Fifth place, Children of the Milkmen, positive eight points. Eight points. Eight points. Not only that, but depending on how things go in Money in the Bank, he could add another... 12 points onto his total. Yeah, so he could have Kofi Kingston. Best case scenario, Kofi Kingston wins the the world title from Lashley. Charlotte Flair wins it from Rhea. Yeah. And then the Usos could win the SmackDown belts on the pre-show. Can you imagine? Can, Can you, you imagine? imagine that? In fact, I think it might be even more. It might be 15 points that, that he gets to add. He's right back in amongst it. All of a sudden, overnight. So yeah, so you got Children of the Milkman on eight, unreal turnaround. Um, look who and look who signed as well. He he um, he he drafted in B Priestley at the start. wasn't even with the company. We laughed. Yeah. We mocked. We ridiculed. And then we look did. who signs. Uh, B Priestley, but of course she's now named Blair Davenport, so she's in, and she's yeah, she's gonna be in NXT UK, right? I mean, yeah, you're. I would be worried. I would have said that Satamura would have had the belt for quite a while now. However, yeah. Davenport debuting, I think you That's might big. be losing that belt soon, Sunshine. That's big. Um, that is big. That Surely is big. A, a showdown, a showdown between uh, between the nation and the milkman is yep. coming. And and who knows? You know, we, we we could even. I mean, has he still got? Oh no, he drafted out the fiend, didn't he? But um, yeah, he's still got some sleepers. Um, I think we've got a Walter. Title defense coming up soon as well. Mm-hmm. Is he gonna? Is he gonna retain? You know, again, the big points on the horizon for Children of the Milkmen. And then we've got um, in sixth place, we've got Wes Sons of Sarah with two points. And then pulling up the rear, Ziggs in blankets minus three. Mm. Johnny, Johnny, Johnny. Uh, I'm thinking this is a great time to end the podcast. So good night, ah. goodbye. Let's not talk about it. Uh, <laughs> I, uh, it's just, it's depressing. Um, I've got a, yeah, obviously, I never wanted to make a draft when I was still in like minus points or I was like below five. That's why I waited till I brought in Nikki for Naomi. Right, right. But now, yeah, I'm just desperate for the uh, the free drafts now because I've got I've got a couple in mind. Yeah. That thing. You're waiting for another couple of weeks before you make any to make the trades, yeah. Yeah, because I think. Ooh, I mean, who have I got? I mean, coming up, there's 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 potential. And Nikki Nikki uh, Nikki Ash seems to be uh, on on the rise. She's you know she's got a, a new gimmick there, so um, I think she'll make a good. Um, I think she'll make a good show in the next few months. Um, Zia Lee, yeah, just a matter of time before. Um, well, she's got some gold. Finn Balor. Well, she's well, she, she's laid out the challenge, hasn't she? This week on NXT, yeah. 
Wow. Which I love, by the way, because I loved how EO as a champ would just turn up and lay down the gauntlet. You know, like she'd challenge. And I love that Xylee's done the same where she just like literally strolled out straight up to um, Raquel and been like, yep, yeah, me and you, sunshine. Um, mm-hmm. I like that. I really enjoy that. So, yeah, I think there is gold not too far yeah. down the road for you there, young man. But yeah, it's it's it, it's <clears> tricky, isn't it? Because you've got, obviously, five points is a hell of a penalty when you're in the minus. Obviously, Simon took <clears> the risk at some point and it's it's paid off for him. But with what's left, when you've got your four weeks away from what will be our SummerSlam draft week, so all transfers are free, all rules are off, you could do some serious shopping there, my friend. See, I yeah. think it's... It, the more champions you have, the, the more... I think the points tend to snowball. So, I mean, yeah, after after SummerSlam week, everything's going to be sort of up in the air, and I think... Uh, think uh the the separation between top and bottom yeah could get a little closer there mm-hmm. um, well i mean you say top and bottom like second second to seventh is all still to play <laughs> for really isn't it uh <laughs> but that's 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 not be ridiculous no don't, one's catching me don't tell me you, you're hey. planning on, on hey. starting a breakaway fantasy faction super league but and just leaving <laughs> us all in the dust Bear, bear in mind, bear in mind, right? Before I drafted in the Mysterios, I was playing with one man down the entire time. Like, I that's, picked Daniel Bryan, number one picked, and then he died at WrestleMania, his first match. And then I traded in Alistair Black, who never had a match, and then got shipped out, yeah. and then never replaced him until I got the Mysterios. So the whole time, the whole time, one hand behind my back, Still, here I am, top of the mountain, boys. Oh, smug! Can't. Can you can you smell the smugness coming off me? Over, Glorious over the internet. I can can let's. What Johnny? What do you say we, oh. we move on before he goes off? On what, what? Why? Why are we here again? What are uh, we recording? Is it just a? Is it just a work yeah, me? I think yeah. It sounds oh, like we've been going for about twenty minutes. Sir. <laughs> we're, we're here for uh, we're here for money in the bank, aren't we? So our best. Uh, Let's get into the card, unless uh, unless there's any noticeable absentees in in catering. And Cesaro, weirdly enough, is not getting a a look in. Yeah, only thing I would say is that obviously, it. unfortunately, <laughs> Bailey um, Bailey's injury um, yeah, stopping shame, the the match with Bianca, which was a shame. However, very excited to see Bailey eventually back on TV, but on the announcers' table because oh, that'll be yeah. that'll be absolute gold. She can't be sent home for, for nine months or whatever it is now. Her and Michael Cole have got something going on, so they need to capitalize yeah. on that and not let it not let it die. Just, um, I mean, who knows how? Imagine Bailey and Pat McAfee working as a as a banterous team just to make Michael oh, Cole's life losing hell. The fans would love it <laughs> so much. When it'll be it'll be the most money. It be. I've can't even. It's too hot. I can't can't think of my own English. Um, see, I'm not even speaking sentences. It will be the most amount of money they've ever made from an announcer in merch. Like, <laughs> you can see the anti coal merch coming out, can't you? And all sorts. Like, they need to <laughs> they need to capitalize on that <laughs> big time. What I'm hoping is like, obviously, you remember when a uh, Michael Cole he made a. A mistake and called Bianca. Was it Balanca? 
Yeah. Yeah, yeah. And like Bayway just ripped into it. It was like more of that. We need Bayway just every time he makes a work mistake, just going on it. Yeah. Hundred yeah. percent. It's good. It'll make him better at his job. It will. It will. <laughs> I mean, it absolutely will. It'd be hell. You know, Vincent Manning one ear, Bailey in the other. We'll, we'll, it'll be a real test room. Let's see if he can actually do his job with all that going on. <laughs> see how much of a profession he really is. <laughs> love it. Love it. Um. So yeah. So money in the bank and it looks like um i think is the tag team title match the smackdown tag title match on the pre-show as well it is it is so for those who are listening to uh this the first time this is the part where we uh predict the pay-per-view card where we will be predicting the winning superstars um or a draw no contest along the way we're going to be taking turns predicting the order of the card too to see if we can get that in order there will be a 60-minute time limit. Uh, all predictions coming after that uh, do not count. Um, oh, yes, of course, we have, uh, we have the pleasure of having Jonathan with us today. Um, so he'll be our special yep. guest timekeeper and giving us his predictions too. So um, well, if he gets more than us, we'll be like, hey, what do we know? Um, <laughs> and I think that's, yes, that's about it. Perfect. So, um, Jonathan from Warrington, if you wouldn't yes. mind setting the timer. And then this is where Ooh, dun, we'd dun, cue dun, big dun. sound effects, but we can't afford them. So, <laughs> something like that. Uh, are we on? We are. We're, we're uh, ticking. Timer's off. With... Yeah. Give us, a, give us like 15 minute updates or so. We've, we usually try and predict the. Uh, the outcome that the layout of the night but the first match has already been teed up and it's Rey Mysterio and Dominic Mysterio versus the Usos on the pre-show it's going to be a great match it's going yeah. to be a really good match so build yeah build up going into this um has been a lot of um yeah the bloodline stuff versus uh, Mysterio's and Edge which is great um that six-man tag match we had uh, on Smackdown a couple of days ago just seeing like Edge and Mysterio on the same team you know you got two Attitude era guys, um, you know, been around 20, 20 something years teaming up was, was great. And then, like, what a, what an experience that must have been for the young Dominic, um, mm-hmm. you know, sharing one side of the ring with those guys. And then on the other side is Roman Reigns, which is a great compliment to his work, really being put in a storyline with Roman Reigns. Yeah. Not just a story, the storyline. Mm-hmm. Um, and, so, and Dominic's first, I still can't believe, it needs repeating, Dominic's first match in front of a live crowd. Soaked it up, didn't he? And just, it, <laughs> he's... Unreal. I mean, he's, he's got Unreal. the best trainer and his dad. Um, I was, I was thinking like a while, like how, how is, like what's Dominic's style going to be? Because obviously he's, he's, he's not got the, you know, he's not, he's not, a, um, he's not a tiny man like, like Ray, so can't move around, you know, as a, uh, as, as quickly and as, as effortlessly as, as it seems on Ray, but he's he's blended his uh, he's blended this high flying style you know mm-hmm. into his repertoire, and he can. Uh, I'm seeing more and more like just patience from him in the ring, just you know, like taking his time if he needs to go down and, and take it to a headlock, and just really just gather his gather himself, and and it's it's been great to see. I mean, it's been the perfect thing for him. To be with his with his dad and get his training that way and get his introduction into the biz that way. Yeah. Um, 
yeah, just great to see from it. I mean, Vin Diesel would love this this whole storyline. Lots of lots of family stuff going on. <laughs> so much family. Bring All a the tear, family. Bring a tear to the man's eye. Um, <sighs> I mean, yeah, and 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 you know, speaking of family as well, obviously we had that. Um, there was a bit of uh, stuff the other week with with Jimmy getting another DUI, and, and I'm not going to go into like the the, the judging of, of anyone for that. I, I'm one of the. Uh, Things that I don't particularly like is when like the um, the internet wrestling community start coming in, and you know, as as you know, everyone then becomes a psychologist and an advice giver, saying this man needs so needs to be taken on TV. Like this is crazy. Um, but at the end of the day, it was surprising and but good to see that he he wasn't taken off TV and that he was still kept in this storyline. Like you, you could punish him for that. You could send him home and say, you know, get your shit together before you come back. You can't be here if you if you're doing, you know, if you're causing controversy outside of the ring. But to be honest, like after seeing, you know, the big promo between Roman and, and the Usos and all about family, you could tell there was a lot of realism in that. And honestly, it's 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 better for for Jimmy to you know be focusing on his work and being around his family, you know, at this time. Um, you know, because if you send him home, what's he going to do? He's just going to probably get even more depressed. He'll disappointed in himself. So it's it's nice that they they kept him on, and um, you know, and they're keeping the family the family together. Um, it 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 is. You're you're absolutely right. It's just you, you just we know what the world of wrestling is like, <coughs> and a lot of the time, it is it's not the thing that necessarily saves people from going to a dark place it's yeah. the issue mm-hmm. um and yeah obviously we don't know what the situation is with with jimmy like we hope that he just has the support and manages mm-hmm. to get his way through it hopefully the company are helping him through it and not doing what they've been guilty of in the past <clears throat> with just you know hoping things get sorted but if you keep him you keep him busy keep him keep them on the road keep them on tv and stuff because you know it's a it's a horrible road that we've seen a lot of incredibly talented people going on in the past and it's never ended well and this is an ongoing issue so yeah. you know hopefully hopefully he does manage to get sorted right, um right. yeah it's a, it's not great it's not great for him but big crowd yeah um, big match fingers crossed he he does our eat. Right. So, with all that being said, <laughs> I'm going to say that um, <laughs> I think, you know, because this is on the pre-show. Um, see, my heart wants me to, the heart wants the Usos to win just to get that big, you know, have the whole family with the belts and get that image. Um, but it's it's strange that they're they're being relegated to, to the pre-show here. So it makes me think that there's not going to be a lot of, um, a lot of fanfare. But then again, the crowds are back, so new champions might be. Well, we know we know what all the possibilities are. <laughs> all we need is what you think is going to happen. I'm gonna go. This I'm is exactly with... why I ended up running out of time a couple of events ago. <laughs> I'm gonna go Mysterios. I'm going. He's going I, the Mysterios. I think Usos will will get them, but not yet. So I'm going to go Mysterios. Yep, I'd agree. There's there's a lot more to tell in this tale 
Um, and I think there's a big SummerSlam moment for the Usos. Surely there's got to be. So mm-hmm. yeah, I would I would agree with that. I'm and plus you know, the Mysterios will just you know because they're a part of the best faction in all of wrestling at the moment. So of course they're going to keep the gold. Mm-hmm. Mysterios all the way. What what do we say? Time keep. Uh, yeah, predictions thoughts. Yes. Oh. Um, yeah, I, I would say. This would be a match, really. It should have been on the main show. Anyway, considering... Was it the other tag team? Raw tag team titles are on the line, aren't they? Mm-hmm. They are indeed. And they're on the main show. Yeah, Vince hates and when you compare the two... You compare the two, I think the SmackDown one would have been a lot better uh, for the main show. Um, Interesting. But I don't... I suppose I don't want to give too much away for other predictions because I'm thinking... The Usos won't win because of what I think is going to happen in Ooh. between Roman and Edge. Because I think having the Usos as champs and what could happen in the main event okay. might not go together. There's okay. a tease. There's a tease mm. for your listeners. You're yeah. gonna have to you have to listen on <laughs> later in the podcast to uh, to know what Johnny's oh. referring to. Oh, that's it's, that's such it's a, a big coin. Slick professional <laughs> buddy like tees. We, like we could really <laughs> learn something from this young man. Um, <laughs> so, <clears throat> moving on then. So, so as. So, Mysterios, you say, John? Uh, yeah, okay, but Mysterios. Right. Uh, moving on then. Um, so, who. So, you won the last event. So, you go first, right, Ann? That's, that, that's how we that's do it. Them's, them's the rules. I think. We will be starting the night with the women's Money in the Bank ladder match. Kick it off right. Kick it off with a nice big exciting match. I was tempted to say the men's to start it off because of what I think might happen. But no, I'm going to go women's. So women's Money in the Bank ladder match. We've got Asuka, Naomi, Alexa Bliss and Nikki Ash. From Raw, mm-hmm. taking on obviously fighting each other, but against Liv Morgan, Zelina, the returning Zelina Vega. What about that? Yeah, Natalia, mm-hmm. and for some reason Tamina um, from SmackDown, stroke mm-hmm. kind of cross brand uh, there. So eight. I love a Money in the Bank match with eight people in it to start mm-hmm. off with, because mm-hmm. just it means no quiet. I don't want any quiet moments in it. I constantly want somebody to be being hurt very badly for twenty <laughs> to thirty minutes. So yeah, it's it's I've I've enjoyed I've quite liked how, you know, for a lot of the spaces anyway in both matches they've they've actually had matches to qualify, which which I've liked. There's been the odd little announcement as well. You know, the the question over are we gonna get some shenanigans from um from um, uh, from the new tag team, Chelsea <coughs> and uh... no, from uh, what's her bloody name? Boys. No, we brought Liv in for the this? match. Sonia. Oh, um, yeah. Sonia. Sorry, yeah. Edit that bit out. Christ. Um. <laughs> so yeah, I, I'm wondering whether there's going to be some shenanigans with Sonia Deville in terms of costing Liv, maybe, or costing someone, or even putting herself in the match. Who knows? Right. right. Uh, because Tamina being quietly announced on social media 
I'm not a huge fan of. And I do feel like out of the two matches, something's going to happen. Like there's going to be a surprise in one of the two matches. Yeah. I feel like it's more likely in the women's than the men's as well. Mm-hmm. Uh, but yeah, I'm, overall, you know, what else can you really say about the build-up? It's been fine. They've not done much. They've, well, they've not done really any kind of cross-show you know, like they do at Survivor Series when there's just mass brawls breaking out and all that kind of stuff. But for the most part, most of the people in this match I'm looking forward to seeing in the ladder match, there'll be some big spots. Um, you know, you, you know, Nikki's always up for doing something stupid. It'd be interesting to see how Alexa goes in the match. And obviously there's got to be a Naomi spot somewhere along the line. So yeah, I'm, I'm looking forward to this one. Yeah. Um, yeah, with the with the Tamina getting added, seems a bit seems a bit lazy, doesn't it? I I am pretty sure that spot was Carmella's before they did a bit of reshuffling after the Bailey injury. So I think that yes, uh, yeah. they, you know they worked very last minute here and not really had time to come up with a uh, meaningful way to way to qualify. Um, it, you know it would be nice having having Shotzi and or Tegan in this match just to give it some. You know some fresh faces on the main roster for the live crowd, but you know that doesn't mean we won't see them in it, and they might uh, they might be the, the the neutralizers to Natalia and Tamina there, leaving the the field open a little bit more. True, um, true. It it just it it's that lazy booking again in it where you could have just had a match, like again, SmackDown, live crowd. Yeah, just. It's another excuse for because I think did they have three matches on SmackDown the weekend or four? Like there weren't many for a two-hour show, yeah, like so four. you could you could yeah. have just had a, another reason for people to be cheering. You know, it's another one for the video reel, mm-hmm. in it for the for the promos mm-hmm. and stuff in the future and stuff. But yeah, um, is what it is, I guess. Yeah. So of the, of the of the of the the whole field of, of people in there, the most. I mean, the most noticeable story development in all this seems to be, you know, Liv Morgan's, you know, struggle to be recognised and to get in, get in on the show, and she's been having to prove herself. Um, you know, Son- Sonya Deville has, has been challenging her a lot, and uh, and and it looks like with Sonya getting ready to come uh, back into uh, to in ring um, performance. That uh, that that would be uh, that would be the natural choice for that first feud. So we, will it go? Will it happen here? I I honestly again, I, I mean I thought Liv Morgan would be the favorite to win just because of that, you know, being the most making the most sense. But then again, I I think we're going to see, um, I think we're going to see Sonya Deville um, take that take that moment away from Morgan just as she's about to. The, 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 they're gonna make it look like, like Morgan is about to win it, and she might even. But I think uh, I'm looking at Zelina Vega here, and I'm, and I'm, you know, obviously not on paper, the favorite in terms of, of, of like competitor, um, but mm-hmm. you can just you can you can see that that sneaking in at the end when that when everyone's down, everyone's through tables. You know, Alexa's gonna be doing her shenanigans. We'll probably take someone out. Um, Asuka and Naomi probably going to be brawling with each other at the end and take each other out. Um, Natty and Tamina, like I said, probably get taken out by by the the new tag team there. So I think once all said and done, Zelina, you know, swoops in, 
swoops in and takes it. So my prediction is going to be Zelina for this one. And so um, Zelina is a very good shout. Um, Zelina is also my shout, um, who I uh, thought would win it as well. We're on the run for a very boring event this time, chaps. Um, so far, same, same pick so far. But uh, yeah, I I can see something happening. It wouldn't surprise me to see Liv hands-on case with Sonya somehow costing it her. Yeah. Another thing that did cross through my mind is if we do get the Becky Lynch return, is it the double? Is it the double turn? Is it the double twist? And Sonya comes down. She's going to cost Liv the case and then Becky's music hits and then Becky saves the day for Liv and we, we go into a Becky-Sonya feud. straight up, Like Becky coming back, going straight for the man, going straight yeah. for the authority figure. Um, I think that would be insane. However, I can see Sonya costing Liv and Zelina being the one to sneak up the ladder at the end and Get a, get a crafty win. So, yeah, yeah Zelina here as well. Yeah. I, um, I, won't, I, won't, I won't run the time down too much on this, but honestly, with Becky Lynch coming back, I know it seems like it seems like the logical choice to put her on SmackDown, the premium show, but with, as the rosters are what they are now, there's not a lot of space on there for two, for Roman and Becky. On, on a one two hour show with everybody else on there, you know what I mean. So I don't know if she's gonna get back on on Raw. We'll have to see. But um, if Becky was well, to return, I don't know. I I think I would. Uh, I'd, I'd say there's more chances of it coming in the in the Charlotte Rhea match. I mean that again. I'd I'd love that. It's I suppose it's whether or not the family dynamic, whether with the baby, her and Seth want to be apart. Right, or if right. or if they want to take the baby on the road um i suppose you know like if they're both away for one day or a couple of days it's less harsh i suppose yeah. um for that but you, you you don't know you don't know I, I do find it hilarious that for ages apparently raw have been begging for finn Balor to go back mm. like for months apparently they've been like just begging nxt to get him back he never wanted to leave nxt Triple H was like, nah, we've got plans for him. Like, he's perfectly happy here. And then all of a sudden, he appears on SmackDown. It's like, how how gutted would you be as the creative team for Raw when you're like, why? Although saying that, clearly the creative team for Raw have absolutely no idea what they're doing. Um, because, you know, have you watched it lately? Um, so, yeah. That, that, Not much. <laughs> we have a that's, team. That's the opening um, match for the event. Who do you think's winning we... that, Johnny, just out of curiosity? Who do you pick, you think? Uh, yeah, it's probably gone same way you two have said. It's a yeah, they've built it up to say, Oh, with Morgan, like she's overcome this idea of not getting into it. It's like, What have I got to do? She's in it, and it's going to be ripped away from her right at the end. So, and I'd, yeah, I'd probably see uh, Zoina sneakily getting the, the case at the end. I think. The only other person that it could possibly be, in my mind, would mm. be Alexa Bliss. Yeah. Because I think that could be a yeah. cool cash-in. Just some, like, freaky voodoo shit. And then, like, yeah, just... Yeah. So, it, it's between them two, but I'd, yeah, yeah, you I'd have, probably go you with have, like, Naomi about to grab the case, and then it's lights out, lights on, 
and Alexa's on the top of the ladder and Naomi stood where Alexa was. Can you imagine? Yeah. Oh, there'd be so many boos. There'd be so many boos. There's going to be, there's going to be some big cheering moments, but there's going to be some heat moments tonight for Mm. sure. People, people seem to want to see um, the return of the fiend as well, don't they? Tonight, I think somehow cost Alexa. Be all right, wouldn't it? Oh, which yeah. I, Ooh, that'd be great. Um, I'd I'd take that. Who've you got next? All right, so so. Oh, that is that is fifteen minutes exactly. So good job, if, good job. If the if yep. we're starting off with the women's money in the bank, that's obviously going to be very very entertaining. So we need a bit of a let me up match. And the only one on that card looks like is the uh, AJ almost. Versus Viking War Raider experience, and it feels um, like it feels <laughs> like tag team wrestling is getting back on track on Raw and SmackDown. Like on track as in WWE's version of tag well, team, or, or, or a good track. You know what I mean. I mean, well, a for a start, you know, some of the best tag team wrestling is in WWE. It's just on the black and gold brand as opposed to yeah the the blue and the red. Um, you know, uh, <laughs> but yeah, it it just Raiders being back. Um, obviously, Ray and Dominic have been out for a bit, but you've got them. You got the Usos are back together. Like it, it feels like there's more solid tag teams. You've got the whole um, RK Bro thing going on as well. It just feels like there's better tag team potential coming through, and and they're starting to to use them more as well i really hope that happens because you know tag team wrestling has always been great on nxt hasn't it you know like for me that has been the standard for a long time it's probably taken a dip more recently but it's you know even now you know you've got a load of great tag teams you always have really really good matches i absolutely love it um raw and smackdown is always just certainly during lockdown it's not been great. It's been far from its best. And when you've seen tag teams transition across, they've just been completely wasted. Yeah. So it's hopefully this is a sign of, of things to come. And and I've, I've enjoyed the build-up between these two. Any story with AJ has a little bit of ridiculousness to it. Like, he's such a he's such a troll in his promos mm-hmm. and stuff, isn't he? Um, and, you know, the Viking Raiders have, you know, are just... I just love them. I, well, I love, I love what they were, and I'm just glad that they're back in a ring, fighting for some gold. I think it's, I think it's, it's really promising. I, I, Omas again is is still an absolute beast. Uh, yeah, I'm, lo- I'm lo- really looking forward to this one. Hmm. I um. Yeah, you're right about the AJ. Like he, he plays a great, a great heel. He's a good shit talker. Um and and really when he's not like wowing the crowd and in a main event um scene, being the you know being the baby face, when he's not doing that, um, having a heel playing a heel that eventually you know puts other stars over is a good spot for for him to try out and to be in right now. And I think he recently said that um he's happy being in in that spot for now because once it uh you know it's going to come back around again and. and at some point in the future, we'll see him in a 
more significant um program i mean i guess it's it, this this whole thing is 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 all right i think we're, we're eventually going to get styles and almost hopefully against um rk bro um but um but yeah I'm, I'm looking forward to the big physical physicality element of it with almost going against the yeah up against the viking raiders and uh let's see what he's what it's like when he's uh having to take them both on at the same time um obviously you've got the the almost the wild card of the match in aj with his different style so i mean yeah i think it'll be a let up match but it'll have some it'll have some decent action to it um i'm gonna say aj and almost retain here i don't think it's just the right time to 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 take the belts off him i think they've still got legs almost is improving so he's got a bit more to go um so yeah we go aj almost yeah i agree i I really want to see. I, want, I really want to say the Raiders are going to take it, but there's that little thing in the back of my head that thinks: Is it going to be AJ Omos versus Riddle and Orton at SummerSlam? Mm. So, yeah, I'm gonna. I want to go against my better judgment and agree with you and say I think they'll keep it. It'll be a title retention. I think. Yeah, I'll say that. That sounds. That's yeah, great. I can't. I can't lose the pay per view if you keep predicting the same as me this is great all we need to be in the lead after this one all we need is one all we need is one um let's move on you reckon john yeah sorry real quick john what's the i quite uh yeah i quite when it's it doesn't look like aj and almost are gonna lose it anytime soon i think was it on on roy you could see when almost is just like picking up uh was it eric or either their match one of them. Like he just, yeah, he almost just like slammed him. So it's like, oh god, like it doesn't matter how big the Viking Raiders are, this guy can just come in, yeah. destroy them yeah. both. Um, and I think if they were to lose it, it's gonna be at a time when they're gonna break up AJ and almost. And I don't think now's the time. Yeah. So yeah, yeah. they're gonna keep it. It does. It, you do wonder if the Raw team need. AJ back in the heavyweight title picture because the it feels like they're scraping the barrel when it when it comes to title contenders for Bobby and he's the obvious name and he he's the obvious person missing there I think yeah um, cool right. so next match I mean Do you reckon I'm I'm gonna say the Raw Women's Championship um the sleeper match of the night probably because I will sleep through it. Just as I've slept through the entire build-up, mm-hmm. I just I don't really. I mean, it's it's a really forgettable. I feel like they're trying to build on these two being bitter rivals, and you know it could be a long-term rivalry, but it's just instantly forgettable for me. I don't know who the heel is. I don't know who I'm supposed to be rooting for, and not that you have to have in a in a rivalry a heel and a face anymore because you don't. But you need. You need to give me one person that I, I feel like I should be rooting for. And the only person I'm rooting for is Ripley because she's in my fantasy team. Otherwise, I mm. really could like this. This could be pre-show. This could have happened on Raw. This could have happened on main event. I don't care. I'm not invested in it. Like, And don't get me wrong. They're both incredibly talented. They should be getting served better creative. They're probably yeah. doing the best they can. 
with what, what they've been given. But it's just naff. It's crap. It's shite. Um, and yeah, I'm not I'm not that big into it. And I think this will... I think Charlotte and the children of the Milkmen will be posing after this match because mm. I think Charlotte is finally going to get get her gold. Yeah, uh, I think you pretty much said it all. Um, just the problem with Rhea is I think it would have been so much better to have her chasing um, the, the the championships and the main mm-hmm. event scene for a bit longer um, and having her really, just having the pandemic air as a real like opportunity just to, you know, really get used to the main roster and really work on her, her, her character and what she's about. I mean, obviously put her in there with, with main event level um, people in like Charlotte Flair's and the Sasha Banks's of the world. Um, but, but the, um, yeah, a bit too soon for the, for the championship reign. Um, there's there's nothing so, wrong with your first title reign being a short one. You know, mm-hmm. you Ripley is the equivalent of you know the rookie coming into Raw does good on on WrestleMania, wins the gold, but then the returning Charlotte screws her out of it, and that would have made sense then for Rhea to go down this whole like imitation, you know, using Charlotte's own tactics against her thing that they just kind of jumped straight into but missed the whole main part of the story which is real learning and yeah falling a couple of times before she actually does it you know it should have been charlotte then conning rear time after time after time until you get to an event like money in the bank or summer slam when rear finally does the eddie do you know what i mean cheats to win and yep. everyone's everyone's rooting for her, everyone's behind her and yeah it's just it's such a waste but as with many things in the wrestling world why does it happen reasons reasons um, reasons yeah i think this is the time charlotte takes it so i hate to uh yeah go with the same prediction again but i think this is it now um if charlotte loses where does she go from here man alive um but, uh, yep, shout out for the win. John? What do you reckon, timekeeper? Oh, um, I don't, I'm inclined to, to go with Rhea on this one. Interesting. Because I think, honestly, it, it kind of seems like a rivalry that's just going to go on and on and on. They want to try and make this maybe like a new age Trish and Lita is like just, you know, who's the top one. Mm. Had, like how many battles are they going to have with each other? And I think if Rhea loses and then she moves on, the fall would be worse than say if Charlotte loses, because I think she's yeah. like the golden child. I think they'll put anything to shower and they'll just give her so many things so like it won't matter really but yeah Rhea feels like it could be you know that might be okay you you downgraded to to mid cards yeah and just like matches with other women uh, so yeah I'm I'm gonna say Rhea retains 
Interesting. Interesting. Could be the difference maker that, right? Next one. Could be, could be. So we've got one, two, three to go. Um, uh, Lashley versus Kofi. Uh, I think we'll go next. So, um, yeah, it's not going to be... doesn't seem like it's been, been presented as a... Uh, you know, one of the marquee matches at the event, weirdly enough, you know, so you've got the Roman Reigns and then you've got the Money in the Banks. So I think, uh, yeah, Lashley versus Kofi is going to be placed here. Um, yeah, what has been going on? <clears throat> yeah, so um, obviously the, the rundown after Hell in a Cell, the night after Hell in a Cell, in fact, we had we had Lashley school Xavier um, Woods in the, in the cell, teed up very nicely. Kofi versus Lashley. It's been it's been an okay build to be honest. I'm just I'm happy to see Kofi back in the title picture. Woods and MVP having some back and forth has been has been good as well. I've really enjoyed that. It kind of felt at one point like we're going to get this. Is MVP going to try and lure Kofi over to the dark side type thing? But mm. it feels like that's kind of dipped off a little bit. And again, you know, Woods beating Lashley on the raw on the go home show um was fascinating especially with the whole bobby losing it and snapping afterwards uh was was very interesting so is the hurt business about to break up is lashley just are we going to get a new lashley like we're going to go from the almighty to just the animal like the, mm. the, the absolute beast um yeah it's it's going to be it's going to be an interesting one one thing we do know is that after money in the bank we have a returning face to the heavyweight picture. It looks like Goldberg's coming back. Mm. Yeah. <laughs> well, it's, it's time of the year, isn't it? It is. And by all accounts, Brock isn't doing the return they'd hoped. Or certainly, he's not answering his phone. So obviously, mm -hmm. what do you do? You make the old emergency call. And get get Uncle Bill, good old Uncle Bill, back for a yeah. five minute slapathon uh, at SummerSlam. So, yeah, uh, I mean that's a whole nother rant. Although if they do it like they did with the Drew match at Rumble, do you know what? I'll take it because that was a great match. I yeah, if you if you can get those those Goldberg matches, um, to, you know, to put over the bigger guys and you know, get, almost get like a WWE style. W2K style, just gung ho, finisher after finisher, for five minutes. Sure, why not? It's a good, uh, it's a good break in the in the card. Yeah. Um, I mean, do you want that for your WWE Championship matches though? Because it just that, then it seems like a throwaway. Um, but I mean, yeah, it looks like that's the direction they're they're gonna go in. Yeah, I mean, it so definitely it definitely lessens the value of the belt. I don't think they've realised that just yet. And I fully expect some crowd noise to be piped in on that uh, on that return entrance because I yep. don't. Something tells me I don't think the fans will. It's not really who they were wanting or expecting to uh, to be making <laughs> that comeback. But yeah, yeah um, I'm going with I'm going with Bobby to retain. Ah, oh, see, should I just go for a different one just to give it a bit of competition? Yes, you absolutely Is this should. The is this the time to do it? You absolutely should. Uh, this is the, the half an hour mark. Half an hour mark. All right. 
sod it. If this if this ends up coming off, then then great. I'm gonna say we get Goldberg tonight. What? And he and he spears <laughs> Bobby into oblivion, leaving it open for for Mister Kofi to take the belt. Probably not. My God, but, Goldberg. But wouldn't it, Goldberg cost Bobby the belt? What a story that'd be. It'd be unexpected, wouldn't it? it like would. we, we we know Goldberg's coming back, so you would assume that it's a, it's a title match. Um, what a nice little swerve it would be. Um, that's almost creative. Oh, that's right. Yeah, I'm thinking too much again. Ah, oh, silly me. <laughs> I'm coming up with good stories and expecting <laughs> this, this is an NXT. But but sod it. I've said it now, uh, and I'm going with it. So, um, yeah, just to. Love it. Spice it up a bit. Love it. Why not? Kofi too. Bring it on. Nice. Bring it on. Nicely done. Bring Nicely done. Johnny, Lashley or Kofi? I can't. I can't go it. I think with what's going on, a lot of what's going to happen in the end, I think it's revolving around MVP. I think he's going to have a play in it. I think the ending... Oh, that's right. He kind of thinks, oh, Lashley doesn't really need me now, does he? So do I, you know, put all my cards on the table and say, Kofi, I need you. Do we get do we get a heel New Day in terms of Woods and Kofi? Does he take both of them under his wing? Do a big money Kofi mm-hmm. and... Um, US... Have you heard New Day's podcast? Um, like... No. no. Kofi's got this other character he likes to play. Like if he turned heel, he he would uh, he'd be called Big Money Kofi, and he's all about the money, and he's all about this collecting the Benjamins, and and he goes into the character and goes off on like these five minute rants. It's bloody brilliant. He brings a Jamaican accent back. It's amazing. So like him pairing up with MVP as a heel unit, and then obviously you've got you've got Xavier Woods, who is a very very he's very articulate and he's very smart. So he would make a very good like, like almost brains of the unit, like that evil, evil genius type. Like, but there's... smug, but smug with it. Like, yeah. inte- you know, mm-hmm. in- smug intelligence is the worst. It's the absolute yeah. worst. <laughs> he could do it. He could do it. Yeah, 100%. Pull it off. Um, so, are you going Kofi, Johnny? I think I might for the wow. surprise. Yeah. Ooh, wow. Ooh. That blow the Kofi. roof off the place. I know. Let's go, Kofi. Oh, I'm almost, I'm almost doubting my pick now. Good lord, <laughs> I'm getting sweaty. Not just because it's 31 degrees. Um. Wow. Okay. Go so Kofi. we've got a double Kofi. <clears throat> um. I mean, I'm gonna go. I'm gonna go the men's money in the bank match now. Up next. So again, similar to the women's, you know, it's been a solid build-up. We got Ricochet, Johnny Drip Drip, John Morrison, Matt Riddle doing it for his fallen bro, and Drew McIntyre representing Raw, Biggie, Kevin Owens, King Nakamura, and Seth Rollins representing SmackDown. Stacked match. Stacked. Probably one of, if not the best lineup for a a money in the bank match, I think this just Yeah. Wall to wall talent. Do you know what really stands out to me about 
this one is the the subtle nod to um, Lucha Underground, what they've been doing the last few weeks. Because Ricochet and Morrison, they tore it up down mm-hmm. there. Um, I mean, I'm not going to pretend like I've watched a lot of Lucha Underground, but I looked up, I've looked at a lot of highlight packages from from um, from what they did. And uh, yeah, Prince Puma, and I think it, Johnny Mundo, he was called down there. Um, they they tore it down, and all the stuff you've been seeing uh, on WWE last few weeks, as entertaining as it was, is is watered down compared to the antics that they were they were doing down there. So having them both in a ladder match situation, just just those two, and they're they're not even necessarily the the biggest you know stars or favorites to win within this match. But just having those two in a ladder match situation in front of a crowd, like I'm, I'm on board already. Yeah, and that's yeah, that's not to mention the the um, oh god, just the different dynamics. You've got the Riddles and the Rollins, the more athletic guys, but then you've got the god, you got McIntyre and Big E. You've got so many dynamics in this match, like it 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 can't fail. It's um, it's probably going to be the best match of the night. Um, yeah, I'm going Big E. So you're going um, E. Wow, nice big little, big night for the new day. Saw a nice little tease. Yeah, imagine that. Oh my god! And then you get Big E, maybe getting drafted to the same show as as Kofi down the line. The possibilities are endless. But again, that's 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 creative. So sorry. Um. Yeah, Big E. I just yeah, looking at the lineup. Um, Big E had a had a uh, quite an interaction uh, with Paul Heyman the other night on uh, on SmackDown where he was making fun of uh, yeah Roman Reigns for getting uh, for getting tapped by Edge and uh, and locked in the uh, the old crossface with the with, with the steel bar. So teasers there. Um, it ain't gonna be Rollins, I don't think, because he he did the whole cursed thing. He he touched the briefcase before the actual match, yeah. so. Um, yeah. Um, God, yeah. What else? King Nakamura. What a resurgence there! Uh, like his entrance is going to be the, Rick, m- Rick, the most over now. Yeah, Rick Bugs. Like as soon as I heard, I was so relieved to hear the fans singing the theme tune. Like singing his theme it again. Yeah, it's great. Like, it was so that that like that made me very happy. Um, because I was just like that. That's that. I think that's one of the things that I've missed the most is just that impromptu. Everyone just fucking going for it. And and the fact that as well is that it's not, I don't know. There's something about it just not be, you know not having words to it, and it's literally just mm-hmm. people singing along to a tune. I just love it so much. It's so good. It's absolutely class. And 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 Rip Bugs just fucking living his best life, just shredding that guitar and just being so over the top. It's absolutely class. Love it. Love it. I'm um, I'm really torn with this one. I was going to say Drew McIntyre, and that's been my prediction up until the Goldberg announcement. And I, I kind of saw it as Drew's way back in to basically get the belt off Bobby. You know, that's his loophole to the contract. Because other than that, I was like, why? Why else is he in this match? Apart from they've not really got much for him. However, and I know what you mean about the pose that Seth did. And really, I should just say Big E just to tie it up, so that I've got more of a chance of winning. But I can really see Seth winning, costing Edge the title, 
potentially fucking up his own cash in. And then that take that goes to Seth versus Edge at SummerSlam. Could be for the title. If Seth comes in and wins the title, could be for that. If Seth fucks it up but costs Edge the match anyway, it could be for the briefcase. And then you get Edge back with the briefcase again for a third time. I'm going to go Rollins. Wow. Are we... So quick fantasy faction question. Are we going to count Money in the Bank contracts as like a, a title to be held, like if it's defended? Nah. No? Nah. Not like the, the Heritage Cup or anything like that? All right. Um, Yeah, I, I like that. Rollins... Yeah, Rollins winning and then setting up a setting up a contract match at SummerSlam. Yeah, for that case would be brilliant. It's an extra, I guess, quote unquote title match on the card, making it you know even more of a stacked one. That's um, Edge needs by the time Edge wins that title back, it needs to be like just pure elation. Like he he returned at the rum at the Rumble, got so close, didn't win it. And then Orton got in the way, tried to end his career. And you had the whole COVID and injuries and he was absent. And then he won the Rumble, but had Brian insert himself into the match. Mm. So he lost it. So he'll feel hard done by by that. And just, he's come so close. But the way he was at Mania, the obsessive, the fact that he was just so fixated on it and he was so furious and that Brian had inserted himself into the match and, that, and he felt so hard done by I want more of that so if just as he's about to get Roman to tap Seth runs out and and fucks it all up somehow mm. oh, can you imagine what Edge would be like at the next Smackdown like he'd be tearing the place apart just to get his hands on Rollins that gets the match can, that's been rumoured can rumored. Edge level up this character even more yeah just yeah, Go full on psycho. Yeah, because that's that's what that would do. Yeah, absolutely. Edge beats him at, at SummerSlam, and then you've got then you've got someone who's on a level where, okay, now Edge is ready to be the person to beat Roman. Like you're not getting any higher than that at that point, unless of course Rollins has already screwed his way into briefcase in the belt, and then you give it to Edge at Edge at SummerSlam. But yeah, I th- do you, do you think Edge? Um... Do you think Edge is going to get that win eventually? He would have to, right? It would be yeah. very underwhelming if he if he didn't get the the crowning moment at some point. Hey, I'd be very surprised. Mm. What do you reckon, Johnny? We were. Uh, on... I'm not sure. I, I guess we've blended, sure blended these two into one, haven't we? These last two matches. Yeah. <laughs> That's a, yeah. I, I'm not sure if I should say too much now because I have uh, my winner. Who do you think? Put up on your bank. Who, who do you think will win? Say say who you think will win yeah. this one, and then we'll go straight into the next match, and you can tell right. regale us with your your yeah. tale, young sir. <laughs> oh yes. Well, first of all, my heart says I want Owens to win, just because I I want I want another title for him so bad. But uh, yeah, my head says uh, Seth. This one. Two for mm. Seth. So then, so then, what happens? Um, and going into the main event, does 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 Rollins get involved in your mind? I know you you alluded to it before that the Usos might be a bit involved. Uh, 
yes, Seth is involved. That's why I was saying Usos aren't going to win because I don't see the Usos having the titles and Roman doesn't. Ooh. I, f- I think there's going to be another Seth heist. <laughs> Seth heist too. And remember, yeah. He did say on a spot that I was like, he mentioned, you know, why is it like seven years ago? He didn't curb stomp edge into the case. And I think that's going to happen at some point, whether like he wins and then after the match, he just grabs the case again. He's like, to edge is like, fucking do it anyway. Oh, um, yeah. Yeah. I think Seth could cash in in that match and he'll pin edge in it. Like, absolutely, like, WrestleMania, didn't pin Brock, pin Roman, but I think he'll pin Edge. Oh, my, oh my God, what if, what if we get we get the moment, what if we get Edge, what if Edge makes Roman tap, Edge wins the belt, but his music doesn't play, Rollins' is does, and he takes the belt oh. straight <laughs> off him. Oh, can you imagine mm. the heartbreak? <laughs> can you imagine the riots on no. the streets? <laughs> oh. Would you, Seth would just you... run up the ramp again if I can... For for the heartbreak moment, would you rather have Rollins take it away from Edge, having won it? I mean, granted, it would hurt taking it off off him right away, but would it be more dastardly for him to do it right as he's going to win and he doesn't actually get the elated moment? And I know what mm. I'm trying to think. What I, I would think send Edge over the top more? For me, for me, it's it's having it and then not straight away. So, so for me, the more heartbreaking thing is that he wins it, but then straight away he gets no time with it. He doesn't even get to hold it. Like he doesn't even get oh. to touch the belt because it's already taken yes. away from him. <laughs> yeah, that's the referee's that's about the to hand it to him. The music hits. Oh. You can yeah. even you can even see the promos where he's like, "I don't even want it on the on my record. I don't want that twelve, you know, twelve time champ." on my record because I, I never got hold i never got to hold it like that would i mean you could put the you could you could, after that you could put edge and rollins into any kind of match at SummerSlam. like it could be hell in a cell it could be barbed wire death match like it would it would be you know there'd be a reason for it oh it'd be so good it's it's set to be that that's that's going to be the hottest feud of the summer rollins and edge <clears throat> if if like it has the potential to be and you know what you could have too if edge loses it very quickly you could have our truth coming on saying, "Mate, I've had longer twenty-four-seven title holdings <laughs> than that." Just uh, kind of a I mean, twist the knife a little bit there, Johnny. Johnny, fair play. That is a that is an ex- oh, because as well. <laughs> what better way to really like win the pop wars? I'm, as I'm sure is probably going on in the wrestling community at the moment, but mm-hmm. having recreating your big one of your biggest pops of the last decade mm. in that in the heist absolutely it makes it it's yeah. a complete vince move it yeah totally yeah. makes sense yeah. unreal this big feud needs that a big ending mm. i mean a really big ending Mm-mm-mm. yeah i like it okay so so in terms of so the the championship so the universal match i'm i'm going with with roman because because i have to can't go against the rule always back roman yeah so regardless of of cash-ins or whatever Johnny, do you think Edge is is winning the actual match, or or is or is it? Well, no, you said Rollins. Yeah. 
comes in and yeah, my, the freeway, right? Oh, yeah, my prediction is Browns makes it a triple threat. Nice. So, okay. so Johnny's going Rollins. Rollins double Rollins. for the night. Rollins with an asterisk. <laughs> Cash in there. Oh, my goodness. And I, I'm going Roman. After everything that I've just said, after as excited as I got, <laughs> I'm I'm not betting against the big dog just yet. Well, no, because because Johnny's Johnny's uh, creative was good creative, and we know that's not gonna actually oh, yeah. happen. <laughs> that ain't gonna fly here. The thought we can enjoy the thought. <laughs> <laughs> oh, oh God, Rollins, he's Johnny, and I'll have a good book in that. The last the last thing to do, twenty four seven title, truth. <laughs> truth. truth who's it right now akira tozawa and truth. i'm, I'm gonna hey. say tozawa still and still hashtag and still <laughs> without oh. a doubt who do you reckon johnny who you got uh do we have any celebrities turning up i don't uh, think we do <laughs> i mean it's gonna uh, be a live crowd who lives in who lives in texas i mean joe rogan <laughs> um, yeah, no celebrities announced. Thus far. Nah, I say it is our. All right. Jeez, and there's so much about the men's money in the bank that we didn't get to too. You know, does Randy Orton show up? Um, mm-hmm. um, does yeah, does Drew get the, get that contract and get that loophole against Lashley? Um, is is Miz at ringside in the wheelchair? And if he is, is he going through something? Mm. <laughs> lots of questions lots of questions but there we are that's got to be record time surely what time are we on time keep Samoa Johnny we are on what have we got <laughs> 48 minutes oh nicely yeah, done right? that nicely done for a lot of matches that's good that's good for us that right we got enough time to uh, to finish ourselves off then eh with a quiz that's with a quiz what to say <laughs> <laughs> we always like to finish ourselves off with a quiz um right so as ever um i've got a few questions here that's related to the pay-per-view we're talking about so money in the bank quiz um i think just because we're pressed a little bit for time i'll ask the question and then uh if you both answer it i'll uh, i'll say the answer right off the bat cool so do we don't go back again because uh, i've got to see a man about a horse in a bit quite literally quite literally <laughs> um Right, question one. Who has competed in the most Money in the Bank matches? Is it A, Ziggler, B, Kane, C, Daniel Bryan? Whenever you've got an answer, shout one out. That stuff. I'll let, I'll let Johnny go first. Yeah, I think it might go Ziggler. I'm going to say Kane is Kane Ooh. shockingly he's been in like eight. yes he's joint most isn't he I think <laughs> joint most with someone good someone good else. great Next question. great factoid the quiz master no, well no I, I, no, I need to no, it's, it relates to my next question. I didn't want to give it away. Okay, so, I see. On. I see. Who has competed in the most Money in the Bank matches without ever winning it? Ooh. So Kane won it. Oh, um, goddamn. Who was the person that was joined? So it's A, A, Kofi, <gasps> B, Christian, C, Jericho. It's got to be Kofi, hasn't it? I'm going Kofi as well. 
is Kofi. Yeah. yeah. Right. It's two one to Anton penalties. Uh, oh. Penalties. Why would you? Why would you do that? <laughs> I, don't why? Know, I don't know why I said that. For the love of God. <laughs> I'm depressed again. Ugh. Uh, <laughs> you know what? The, you know what the, uh, the ultimate betrayal was is after after the final. I got home and I was like, "What do I want to eat after all that? After all those beers and that? I ate a pizza." Wow. Oh, yeah. Wow. Traders on the food level. Oh. Well, what a scumbag. <laughs> oh, it went Rome. Never mind. Right. What? Uh, uh, here's a good one. Uh, what is the most popular show to cash in on? What has historically been the most popular show to cash in on? A. SummerSlam. B. Monday Night Raw. C. SmackDown. Mm. And I don't have the exact numbers, but I just. Just know the show. I'm, I can. Oh, you want to go first, Sam? I'm gonna say Monday Night Raw. Okay. Hmm. I was gonna say Raw, yeah, because I can. I can remember a couple off the top of my head that were cashing on Raw. So yeah. It was Monday Night Raw. Yeah. Twas oh Monday Night yeah. Raw. <laughs> if uh, yeah. If I uh, if I don't get lazy, maybe I'll look up the numbers that but uh, yeah monday night monday night rock uh who was here we go who was the first to cash in while a title match was in progress okay so not just to screw it after the match who was the first person to cash in while a title match was happening edge randy orton seth rollins i'm i'm gonna say seth yeah, I think so, because well, Randy was afterwards, wasn't it? And Edge was after Formation Chamber. But yeah, it's uh, Seth, isn't it? It is Seth, yeah. Yes. Yeah. That's what made that the, made the heist the more, all the more <laughs> epic. It was the first one to yeah. come out. And then I, yeah, I recall it there. at the time, the announcer was like, it is now a triple threat. It's like, yeah, we were a bit confused at the time. Like, what's going to happen? How's this work? Yeah, that was it. Amazing. Oh, just making it all the more epic. Right. Uh, four to three. It's tight. Oh, just to make Ant more smug. Oh, got him all right, Annie. Who has held the Money in the Bank contract the longest? So who held it the longest before, uh, before deciding to cash it in? Seth Rollins, Edge... Or everyone's favourite, the most beautiful woman in <laughs> WWE, nay, not WWE, the world, the universe, Carmella. Who was it? So who was it? Like Carmella, Edge, and. Rollins, Edge, Carmella. They're nice. all pretty close in days. Well, just because I don't like you, and I know exactly why this question may have popped up, potentially, <laughs> I'm going to say Carmella. Saying Carmella. I think we know she's the greatest it's... holder, money in the bank holder of all time. Probably will win the tournament Is that she? we eventually get round to again. Is she? <laughs> she beat Brock Lesnar in the opening round. Might as well call the tournament now. <laughs> I think it might be Rollins. Rollins. 
It was Carmella. Oh! Ah. Mr. 100% strikes again. Oh, my Yeah. Uh, congrats. It's all going well for you, isn't it? It's, <laughs> it's, all, it's all coming up, Riley. The other foot has to drop soon. <laughs> Tell you what. Right, let's bring it home. Sorry if we sounded a little bit rusty. We're the first, uh, first podcast in about five weeks there. But uh, hopefully we brought you some nice entertainment there. There wasn't too much smugness from Anthony and uh, uh, right now. Uh, we can't let you go without asking for a little cheap plug. So we are on Spotify, we're on Apple, we're on Google Podcasts. So just search for the name Cheap Pop Wrestling. That's wrestling with an R. The good people of Denver, Colorado seem to be still tuning in. And we've got, uh, we're getting some a lot of activity on the East Coast, around the New York, Philadelphia areas. What are those states around there? I think we've got a couple in Pakistan, Ukraine. Um, Fiji up in Alaska can't can't Fiji. wait can't wait to do the road trip to Fiji boys that's gonna be it's gonna be entertaining yes. it's gonna are be we, a good are one are we in Fiji now let me check the map <laughs> real quick are we in Fiji oh we've been in Fiji for a while son Fiji for a while obviously people are setting their VPNs to Fiji just to get that Fiji Netflix you know what I mean got a Fiji llama <laughs> farmer who's a big uh, a big fan <laughs> uh, we are on Instagram and Twitter at the underscore cheap underscore pop um, just wanted to mention quickly that uh, CPR's own Wesley Parker, who's a writer, uh, has just come out with book number two, uh, and it was uh, released the other day on July 13th. It's called Headphones and Heartaches, and it's the uh, story of um, a young man named Percy who uh, is taken into the foster care system uh, after his mother overdoses there. So, um, you know, it's just, it's it's true West style really it's it's um it's giving the the unfiltered truth but also um you know with a little comical and heartfelt twist to it too um so i've i've enjoyed reading it so far uh, i've actually got the the wife reading his first book coffee and condolences right now um and yeah and um so you can buy that on amazon.com and half of the proceeds from that book uh, goes to an organization in the U.S. here called the Camp to Belong River Valley. And it's a 100% volunteer-based organization that hosts events for siblings who have been separated by the foster care system. So uh, you can support him by buying his book, and then you can also support um, a, a good uh, a good organization there that helps uh, that helps kids in in the foster care system. What a guy! What a guy! What a good guy, isn't he? Terrible at fantasy faction, but a bloody good writer and a bloody good soul. <laughs> He's the best of us. He is. Um, yeah. Is anything? Uh, any? Anything else? Anyone else wants to promote? We're not really doing much with our lives, are we? I am. Um, you may not be. Uh, as <laughs> as the belt collector, as the supreme gold covered oh, being that I am. Again. Jesus Christ. The, inev- <laughs> the inevitable one. Now that I am acknowledged as the head of the table in our fantasy league. I don't. I don't go begging. I didn't for, acknowledge you. I don't I didn't go. Acknowledge you. I, I, well, I'm pretty sure you have. Um, I I don't go begging for follows and likes and the such. It's far too beneath me. Um, <laughs> so you know, just I I look forward to a long and healthy reign as the ruler of the entire universe. Um, thank you, thank you for listening. And you know, come on, the milkman. Come on, the milkman. As I have mentioned, <laughs> I am. Inevitable. What more needs to be said? We all know how that turned out for Fenos, don't we? Watch this, space. Oh, we're I'm going. We're going for the head. We're all going to band together. The, the, the other six of us. 
we're coming for you. you you're going to be you're going to be gardening in your little shed and <laughs> tell you what Simon the leader of the milkman he's going to be the one wielding the axe and we're coming for the head I tell you un- un- unfortunately for you boys that's on a that's on a completely different reality in our reality <laughs> in our in our the variant that is me this is this is your future the only thing on your left boys is more sweet fuck all <laughs> <laughs>